Hi, I'm Joshua from Ask the Child Whisperer, and I am here to offer you some parenting help that is real life for real life kids. Whether you have a mellow kid or super spicy, I'm the coach for you. So I am a parenting coach and early childhood consultant. And what I want to talk about today is just the whole idea of parenting. So unlike books and other authors or speakers, I want to tell you that parenting does suck. It is complicated. It is like riding a roller coaster naked with sometimes your seat made of, I don't know, sandpaper. Yeah, it's not like that walk in the field that we see in the tampon commercials or all dressed all white riding a white horse on the smooth beaches somewhere out in the Caribbean. And so the reason why I describe it this way is because there is a lot of aches and pains to get to the joy. And sometimes there is joy that gets abruptly interrupted by the aches and the pains. And all that is part of parenting. And oftentimes no one speaks about it or they want you to get over it or be grateful. And I don't think that's helpful at all for parents to hear in any way, shape or form. I think you have to go into it saying, yeah, it's a wild ride. Yeah, it's an adventure. It's like going camping when you don't know you're going camping. And if you are an experienced camper, then you're going to be camping underwater. There is nothing about it that you feel is going to be easy or known. And the reason why I explain it this way is because I want you to know that I'm on your side, that nothing that you feel, nothing that you dread, nothing that makes you anxious will make me feel that you are less than as a human or less than as a parent. It just means that you are feeling it. You're feeling all the feels and you're trying to do your best. And I think that is the huge takeaway about how I help and support my clients. It's from a place of being humble enough to hear all of your stories and really get to know your children and you as individuals. And then we get to the knots, as I like to call them, the challenges, the sore spots. Um, But in the end, I want you to experience joy. I want you to know how to access happiness on your own and that it is a journey to get there. And it is a skill set that you build for yourself as a human and for yourself as a parent, two very different roles. Uh, The same thing for your child, for them to find and access joy and happiness as a little human being, but also as a son or daughter, and also as a sibling. So life is complicated, but there are lots of ways that I can help you. There's lots of ways that you can reach out for support so that you don't feel alone. Because I know in your mommy circles, there are many times where the chatter in the group does not mirror what your heart is feeling in that moment. And so I want you to be vulnerable. I want you to be curious with me and know that this is a safe place to be. So with that, I want to jump into tantrums. Tantrums, they're an amazing thing. And oftentimes they are written about as if they are horrible things. So let me explain to you the evolution of tantrums. You know, tantrums begin when your little infant starts crying for milk or crying for a hug or crying for warmth. And it's a raw initial need. Um, And with time, it forms into a preference. I want my milk now. 
I could wait two minutes, but I want it now. I want my blanket higher up on my neck. I don't need it. I'm not going to die if it's not there. But no, I prefer it. Oh, no, no, no. I want my sippy cup in the Elsa one, not in the red one. I don't need it, but I prefer it. And so tantrums begin to be a form of your child coming into their own, realizing that experiences can be tailored and that everything isn't, say, blanket. Things don't just happen to them. So they start to realize, wow, I can impact the world. I can have choice. I can have an opinion. Now, mind you, some of their preferences are highly irrational. I want to catch the moon. I can't touch the moon. Mommy, help me touch the moon. Oh, I'm just going to tantrum for half an hour because you're not giving me the moon. And so, yes, some of them are realistic. I can help you out with that. Some of them are just like, I have no idea how you're asking me or why you're asking me to do the impossible. And I have no way of transmitting to you that it's an impossible ask. So there's a whole range that a child has to figure out. And tantrums are part of that evolution. The other part of tantrums is that they realize that they are in connection with you. There's a relationship. Hey, I can ask you for something. You are my ride and die. You are my partner in crime. You are my savior. Sometimes you're my devil, right? But they realize you, you can help me. You understand me. And so tantrums transmit relationship. Tantrums also transmit the ability, being aware that you have a voice and that you don't have to cry or be angry on the inside, that you can actually be brave enough to disrupt the world, to disrupt the order, to disrupt calm, that I am confident enough and I am worthy enough to speak my truth. So tantrums aren't just, I'm trying to get at my parent. No, tantrums are multi-layered, magical things. And when parents are like, but they do it too much. And I'm speaking now to, let's say, the average kind of kid. When they say it happens too much, I say be grateful for the amount of times it happens because they are fine-tuning themselves. They're coming into their own. When there are children I encounter who never protest, ever, I am highly concerned that they don't feel safe enough to have a voice, that they don't see themselves as separate from other people. Therefore, if my mommy likes it, I like it. If she hates it, she hates it. That they cannot differentiate from a caretaker. And also, are they pro- is their processing so overwhelmed that they cannot speak up? They are incapable because they're drowning in their own mind. They're overwhelmed by the world. So for everything that you wish not to be, there's a give or take. So I want you to just be aware of all of the things, all of the variables involved in tantrums. Now, when we get to the other spectrum of human experience, there are some children who have a lot of tantrums due to diagnosis or due to personality types or other challenges, such anxiety or being on the spectrum or children have slow processing. And so these children, you have to remember, are working twice or three times as hard to navigate the world in real time. 
So sometimes for them, a tantrum is that they have actually maxed out. So it's not that they aren't trying, it is pure exhaustion. And the body is forcing a really hard and ugly reset. So for those children, it is not that they are being, and for all children, tantrums do not mean they're being disrespectful. It doesn't mean they're being hard-headed. It doesn't mean you are not a good parent. This has everything to do with the evolution of a child, and it has everything to do with the beginning of you fine-tuning how you communicate together. This is relationship building. How you communicate with someone at their worst is more important and a much bigger imprint on your child than how you communicate with them at their best. So it's a big topic, tantrums, and I know people talk about it and worry about it all the time. I'm gonna keep this one short, sweet to the point, because I think it's really important that if you need to, you have to replay this and think about how have you been looking at it? How have you been approaching tantrums? What were you taught about tantrums? Why do you need them to be a quick fix? What else can you shift in your dynamic with your child to communicate that the message is being transmitted both ways, that you have time, that you know that this is a really big idea that your child is trying to master, or these is a really big physical feat that your child is trying to master. So again, my name is Joshua, like the boy, and I'm a parenting and early childhood consultant. I work with families zero to nine years old. I have a specialty in very spicy children, meaning challenging behaviors, whether that be anxiety, high IQ, possibly spectrum or on the spectrum. So I really have a great appreciation and love for the tough cookies as much as I do for the typical kid. So what I like to do is I ask really meaningful questions and I get into kind of the essence of your child. So then I can give you coaching cues and strategies that will work. So no, if you're thinking I'm going to tell you, breathe, sit back, <laughs> uh, be patient. That's not my jam. I give you real life strategies to really impact your perspective and to get things moving in a more joyful and authentic and realistic direction as you parent. So thanks for joining me on this first one. If there are topics that you would love for me to touch on or things that you've been terrified to ask other people, please send me an email at info at askthechildwhisperer.com and you can spare me the niceties. You can tell me a lot of stuff or you can just bullet point. Can you talk about this? Can you talk about that? Anyway, I appreciate your time. Thank you for spending it with me and I look forward to chatting with you next time.